Today's word is, why do bad things happen to good people? Do you remember the story of Job? You will find that in Job chapter 1, the scripture says that there was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job. And that man was perfect and upright, and one that feared Yahweh, and eschewed evil. It goes on to say that now there was a day when the sons of Yahweh came to present themselves before Yahweh, and Satan came also among with them. And Yahweh said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered Yahweh, and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And Yahweh said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and upright man, one that feareth Yahweh, and eschewed evil? Then Satan answered Yahweh and said, Doth Job fear Yahweh for naught? Job is the example of bad things happening to good people. His family was taken. His possession was taken by Satan. But in all this, he did not sin nor curse Yahweh. We will get back to the word after this. You're listening to Proclaim Gospel, coming to you from Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Your host is Evangelist Joel Gums. Welcome back to Proclaim Gospel. The topic again is, Why do bad things happen to good people? Let us pray. Heavenly Father, as we look at your word, I pray that you will draw near, and that you will open thou our hearts, our minds, and our understanding. Touch hearts, change lives, and save souls, I pray. In your Son's name with thanksgiving. Amen. Let us look at Luke chapter 6, verse 22 and 23. The scripture says, Blessed are you when men shall hate you, and when they shall separate you from their company, and they shall reproach you and cast out your name as evil for the Son of Man's sake. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, for behold, your reward is great in heaven, for in the like manner did their fathers unto the prophets. The scripture is telling you and me that when we are hated, the scripture is here saying that we should be happy. When men shall hate you and me, when they shall separate you from their company and shall reproach you and cast out your name as evil for the Son of Man's sake. And maybe they might say, who do you think you are? Who do she think she is? She thinks she's more holy than anyone else or he thinks he's more holier than thou. You see, these things are being said because people are being urged on by the devil and the dark forces, you see. Demons are speaking through these people. When demons see worth and value in you, when they see the spirit of the the Most High Elohim in you and working through you, they will come and bring all sorts of talk against you. Because why? Demons hate to see righteous living. Matthew 5, 11 and 12 says, Blessed are you when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they, the prophets which were before you. Here again we are being told to be happy when you shall be reviled, when you shall be persecuted, 
and when people shall say all manner of evil against you falsely, they will bring all sorts of railing accusation. They brought accusations against Yeshua, false accusation. They brought false accusations against Paul. They will bring false accusation against you and me, day in and day out, because their father is the devil, their father is Satan, and they are doing the works of their father, Satan. 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 12 reminds us, Yea, and all that will live godly in Yeshua Hamashiach shall suffer persecution. That is the backdrop for the word I'm bringing to you today. Let us turn to Daniel chapter 6. The book of Daniel chapter 6 and we will see here another good man. We will read about another good man that bad things happen to. Let's go down from verse 1. It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom and 120 princes which should be over the whole kingdom. And over these three presidents of whom Daniel was first that the princes might give account unto them and the king should have no damage. Then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and princes because an excellent spirit was in him, and the king thought to set him over the whole realm. An excellent spirit was found in Daniel. Daniel was a beloved prophet. He was the beloved prophet that the prophecies of Daniel chapter 7 and verse 25, the prophecies, the prophetic book of Daniel, which is the book of Revelation concealed, you see, and Revelation is the book of Daniel revealed. This beloved prophet Daniel whom King Darius loved so much and honored him highly above all the princes in his kingdom. The presidents and the princes sought to find occasion against Daniel because there was an excellent spirit found in him. But they could find none occasion nor fault for as much as he was faithful. Neither was there any error or fault found in him. You and I are to be without fault. We are to be blameless. We are supposed to be blameless, the sons and daughters of Yahweh. We represent the kingdom of heaven. We are ambassadors unto Yahweh. And when people look at us, they must have no fault to find in us, except it be a lie or false accusation. Then said these men, We shall not find any occasion against this Daniel, except we find it against him concerning the law of his Elohim. So in other words, people will be saying of you and me today, We cannot find any fault against Joel. We have got to try our best to come up with something. And let us see what he loves best. Let us see what he does best. And we are going to use that against him. We are going to use that which she is good in. That which you are good in. We are going to use that against him. And we are going to find an occasion to bring down Joel. To bring down Sarah. To bring down Brittany. We are going to find an occasion. Then these presidents and princes assembled together to the king and said thus unto the king. King Darius live forever. All the presidents of the kingdom, the governors and the princes, the counselors and the captains have consulted together to establish a royal statute and to make a firm decree that whosoever shall ask a petition of any god or man for thirty days, save of thee, O king, he shall be cast into the den of lions. Have mercy on these poor fools. They don't know that the scripture says... (laughs) that no weapon that is formed against Yahweh's people shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against them in judgment, they shall condemn. For this is the heritage of the servants of the Most High Yahweh, and their righteousness is of me, said Yahweh. So these people are setting themselves up for destruction. Now, O king, establish the decree and the sign, the writing, 
that it be not changed according to the law of the Medes and the Persians, which alter it not. You see, sometimes when we make decisions, we have got to think it over. Because sometimes when people come and bring things to us for us to make a decision, it sometimes will be our downfall. And these people may be coming with ulterior motives. You have got to weigh out and you have got to think of and ponder and come back, sleep on it overnight because sometimes we may be causing our own downfall or demise. Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house and his windows being open in his chamber toward Jerusalem, he kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his Yahweh as he did aforetime. Daniel did not get discouraged and went into hiding or complained to Yahweh. He knew who he served, and even if it meant dying for Yahweh, he was prepared to do so. How many of you would stand up when the king passes a law, or when the pope, or the Vatican, or when the government, or the governor, whoever it is around the world, passes a law? And says, no man should go into the stores or supermarket or have transaction or buy or sell unless they worship an image, unless they worship the Pope. How many of you will defy such an order? Then the king, when he heard these words, was so displeased with himself. You see, the king recognized that he was tricked and set his heart on Daniel to deliver him. And he labored till the going down of the sun to deliver him. Then these men assembled unto the king and said unto the king, Know, O king, that the law of the Medes and Persian is, that no decree or statute which the king establisheth may be changed. This is the law of the Medes and the Persians. These men came together and conspired with the host of darkness. Demons, they consulted with demons. Demons gave them the idea, but the demons were laughing at them because the demons know what would happen to them. My brother and my sister, don't play with God's people. Do not play with Yahweh's people because you are hurting yourself when you stand up against Yahweh's people. For Yahweh says he will stand up for his people. He said to Moses, you see those Egyptians that are after you? After today, you will never see them again. For Yahweh will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. So the king was very sad. He tried his best to deliver Daniel. He tried his best to reverse the law. But that was the law of the Medes and the Persian and it could not be altered. So if man makes a law and he cannot go back on it, why do men say that Yahweh has gone back on his word and abolished the Ten Commandments? Why would Yahweh said, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy and go back on his word and say, it is not holy anymore. I remove it out of the book of the law. This is not what the creator of the universe does. He says, I will not alter the thing that has gone out of my mouth and whatsoever I blessed is blessed forever. So the scripture says that, the king went to his palace and passed the night fasting. Neither were instruments of music brought before him, and his sleep went from him. The man was tormented. The man was tortured in his sleep because of what he had done. And then the king arose very early in the morning and went in haste unto the den of lions. And when he came to the den, he cried with a lamentable voice unto Daniel. And the king spake to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living Elohim, is thy Elohim, whom thou servest continually, able to deliver thee from the lions? 
Oh, and the king listened intently for a response from Daniel because he knew Daniel was a faithful man. He have seen Yahweh worked through Daniel in the past. He have heard of Daniel and he knew somehow that the God of heaven, the Elohim of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob would stand up for Daniel. For Daniel was pure. He was blameless. He was a man in whom the power of Yahweh resided and the spirit of the true and living Elohim. Then Daniel said unto the king, O king, live forever. My Elohim has sent his angel and has shut the lion's mouths, and they have not hurt me, because as before him innocence was found in me, and also before you, O king, I have done no harm. Would you say praise the name of the Most High? Then was the king exceeding glad for him, and commanded that they should take Daniel up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den, and no manner of hurt was found upon him, because he believed in his Elohim. Yes, Daniel trusted in Yahweh. Daniel never turned back from serving Yahweh. He trusted in Yahweh. Oh yes, would you say amen? Would you say praise the name of the Most High? And the king commanded, and they brought those men which had accused Daniel, and they cast them into the den of lions, them, their children, and their wives. And the lions had the mastery of them, and break all their bones in pieces, or ever they came at the bottom of the den. The lions attacked them in midair. The lions leaped into the air and brought them down to their demise, and devoured them. The scripture says, if you dig a hole for a man, Dig one for yourself also. Brothers and sisters, these people caused the demise of innocent people in their family. Imagine toddlers. Imagine grandchildren. Imagine their in-laws. Imagine innocent people who just came back from vacation were destroyed because of these wicked men who were hell-bent on destroying Yahweh's man, the beloved Daniel the prophet. My brother and my sister, it is a dangerous thing to lift a finger against Yahweh's people. Why do bad things happen to good people? You see, because Yahweh knows that his people will stand up for him. It doesn't matter what happens. Yahweh knows that they are faithful. And even if they are accused, even if they are arrested and put in jail, even though they go to the hangman's noose, they will stand faithful until the last breath they draw. Bad things happen to good people because Yahweh knows the end from the beginning. Yahweh knows that if they die for him, he will raise them up on resurrection morning. 1 Peter 4, 12-16 says, Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened to you. But rejoice inasmuch as you are partakers of Yeshua's suffering, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. You see, Yeshua suffered. He suffered so that you and I may have eternal life. He was treated as we deserve, so that we may be treated as he deserved. So if Yeshua was persecuted, if Yeshua was crucified, then we also are to be crucified like him. He was our example. He did not retaliate. He did not call fire down from heaven to destroy his accusers or to destroy those who had him on the cross. No, he went all the way to Calvary for you and for me. He showed us how to suffer and how to be crucified as a perfect gentleman. The scripture says, If ye be reproached for the name of Yeshua, happy are ye. For the spirit of glory and of Yahweh rested upon you. On their part, he is evil spoken of. 
but on your part he is glorified let them let them vilify the name of Yahweh let them curse Yahweh but you stand strong in the power and name of the Almighty because when he shall come those very persecutors will run to the rocks and the mountains and cry out fall upon us and hide us from the wrath of the Lamb for who shall be able to stand scripture continues to say but let none of you suffer as a murderer or as a thief or as an evildoer, or as a busybody in other men's matters. Too many busybodies are up and down, gossiping here and gossiping there. Too many people are up and down, suffering as a murderer, suffering because they are breaking the laws of the land. But the scripture is saying to you and to me, but let none of you suffer as a murderer, or as a thief, or as an evildoer, or a busybody in other men's matters, but suffer rather affliction for Yahweh. Suffer for him. Suffer persecution. Be accused of serving Yahweh. Be ostracized. Be victimized. Yes, for Yahweh, but not for doing evil. Yet if any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify Yahweh on this behalf. So praise Yahweh. Praise him when they drag you before the magistrates and the judges to persecute you. When they bring the blue laws back to enforcement because you're worshiping Yahweh on his holy Sabbath day. When they bring back these blue laws. Yes, when they bring them back on the books that you should worship the beast and his image or or you will be killed. Be happy. Oh yes, don't worry. Be happy, the song says. Revelation 12 and verse 17 says, And the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of Yahweh and have the testimony of Yeshua HaMashiach. This is the crux of the whole matter. The dragon was wrought with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of Yahweh and have the testimony of Yeshua. Anyone who stands up for Yahweh will suffer persecution. You cannot escape it. You cannot go around it. You cannot avoid it. If you love Yahweh and you keep his commandments, you will suffer persecution. Bad things will happen to good people. For good people know that there is an Elohim in heaven. For the scripture says, The fear of Yahweh is the beginner of wisdom, and the fool says in his heart, There is no Elohim. So serve Yahweh until the end. For he promises to be with you until the end of the world. My brother and my sister, Yeshua is coming soon. Most of the major prophecies have been fulfilled. All you have to do is remain faithful and look towards the eastern sky. Look up! Look up, my brother and my sister, for your redemption right nigh. I am happy I am a Christian. I am happy that I'm serving Yeshua. They say all man of evil against me, but that's okay. For when they talk about me all day, please, I will talk about them on my knees. That Yahweh will touch them and give them a change of heart, that they will give their lives over to Him before they are destroyed in the fires of hell. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for encouraging your children all over the world that 
Though we live for you, we will suffer persecution. But let us be happy and rejoice. For so did they, the prophets before us. And they did that to your son. And the servant is not greater than his master. But give us the strength to stand up. Give us the strength to be bold in the face of persecution, Yahweh, I pray. So that when you shall come, we shall have a crown of life. And live for you eternally. This is my prayer in your son's name with thanksgiving. Amen. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, you can write us at Proclaim Gospel, P.O. Box 336, Rowtown Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Or you may email us at ProclaimGospelVI at gmail.com. Our telephone number is 1-284-547-4601. If you desire Bible studies or prayer, please contact us. Yahweh bless you.